Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about how my friend can eat whatever I want, but I can't eat anything without gaining weight. Now ladies, for a long time, this was something that I definitely struggled with and something that used to drive me nuts because I grew up in an area where a lot of the girls that I hung out with were, you know, double zero, zeros, things like that. And for the most part, like because I had played a lot of sports and whatever, maybe just my overall body shape, I was like a four, a six, an eight, whatever in most of my clothes, where that's not really like a bad thing by any means, or it's not anything to really be concerned about. But at the same time, when you're younger and, you know, you have all these people around you who are different sizes, it's very, very easy to compare yourself and you get very overwhelmed because you're like, oh my gosh, why don't I fit into like whatever you fit into, right? So the reason why I want to talk about this, ladies, is because yes, genetics has a factor in this, of course, right? I hate to say it, but it's true. But other than that, there's also a few other things that you guys can actually implement and actions that you can step in order to actually increase your metabolism, but also just like there's just a different mindset that I think you ladies need to look at. And with a lot of these statements, like these blunt statements, you guys are going to find that a lot of the times it just comes back to your mindset around the way that you're looking at the problem. And that's what's going to help you through it because you're going to be able to understand it better. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So with genetics, yes, there are naturally those people that, you know, they eat whatever they want and they basically burn fat, like no problem. It is what it is. I find a lot of those ladies are people who never really have had to worry about their weight. They tend to have kids. And then after that, They have a hard time getting the weight off because they've never actually had to worry about the weight in terms of like losing fat or like gaining muscle. They have a pretty good time. Now, the catch 22 with that is normally the ladies that have a hard time gaining weight. They also have a hard time gaining muscle because they have to eat a shit ton of food. Like I'm talking like thousands of calories. So to give you guys an example, like Michaela, our little 16 year old powerhouse. So she had to eat like 2,500, 2,600 calories in order to gain like five to 10 pounds, right? So unless you're actively trying to gain weight, it can be very hard for some people to gain a lot of weight. Now, the nice thing is, is that as you start gaining muscle, those people tend to look leaner. They look shredded pretty much all the time. And, you know, it's just kind of like a little bit of the genetic lottery in terms of like aesthetics if they actually start to build muscle and stuff or not, like they can either remain thin or they can like remain more like fit. It's really up to them. But it does require a lot of like food for them to actually gain a bit of muscle and a bit of like weight. And normally they tend to be not all the time, but they do tend to be shorter individuals. So I find that they're also able to like put on a decent amount of muscle once they start. And then they're able to create like a more like aesthetically pleasing look kind of thing. Right. So it really just depends on the person, the individual. But there are some situations where that happens. Okay, so I wanted to touch on that first. However, what do the rest of us do? Right. Because it's like, what the heck? So why is this happening? And you know, how can I like increase my metabolism or how can I, you know, kind of get closer to that spectrum of eating whatever I want and still losing weight. And I think for the majority of us, there's a big difference between eating whatever you want and enjoying some things in moderation. And what you're going to find is the problem isn't that they can eat whatever they want and not gain weight because it, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't like it just it's not possible. Like at a certain point, you are going to gain weight. But the thing is, is like when you look at basically like the habits of these people, what you're going to find is they tend to move a lot more than you think that they move. They do move quite a bit. Okay. So 
the thing is, is like one, if you're not moving a lot and the friend that you're comparing yourself is like, you know, doing all these sports or, you know, they're, they're working out all the time or they're relatively active or their steps are super high. Like that's not someone that you can compare to and be like, oh, their metabolism is super fast. It might be, but they're also putting in the damn work. Okay. So that's one. So the thing is, is like, we want to look at that. And this is going to be very much so like a give and take on like both like positive and kind of like, you know, not negative, but like the other side of things to speak. And then I'm going to kind of wrap it up and show you guys how you can actually like take some steps to increase like your metabolism and things like that. Because I think a lot of you ladies don't know actually what your metabolism is, which is basically the summary of everything in your body that's functioning. So your organs, your like your lungs, your brain, your digestive system, everything that's your metabolism, ladies. So you can't break your metabolism right? It's just, it's going to adapt. And whatever calorie amount that you eat at, it could be 12, it could be 16, it could be 2200. Eventually your body is going to adapt to those calories because those are the calories that you're consuming on an average basis. Your body is always fighting homeostasis. It is always fighting it. It wants to remain where it is, where it's comfortable, where it likes to be at. So if you at first try to like, say you're trying to increase your calories and you want to like eat a little bit more, you're going to find that you're full all the time because your body wants you to eat the calories that you've already eaten. But the more that you eat, the more that your body is going to move that homeostasis point and you're going to find that you're getting hungrier and hungrier and hungrier, okay? Same thing goes when you're trying to lose weight, right? When you're trying to lose weight and you start reducing calories or things like that, then your body is going to be like, hey, we're hungry, we want more food because it wants to maintain that homeostasis. And that's why, like as great as habits are, like weight loss, most people regain the weight that they try to lose within the first like year because a lot of people start like they basically just like stop kind of paying attention and following something and they end up just like trying to like quote unquote intuitively eat but they don't actually know how to intuitively eat because they haven't actually learned how to do it they just think they know how to do it and then they gain all this weight because their body's constantly trying to stay in homeostasis so they're like oh i just like intuitively ate and ate when i was hungry but i'm like yeah but at the same time there's a point to eating to satiety and eating till when you're stuffed right there's a difference And the thing is, is that like the longer that you maintain a certain weight and a certain amount of calories and things like that, the more, the easier it is for you to maintain that certain level of leanness or those calories or things like that. So when you're looking at your friend who's like, oh my gosh, I can eat whatever I want. The other thing to consider ladies is that you probably are only seeing a portion of their day. Okay. Because the thing is, is like, sure. Like if you went out and you looked over, say at my table, right. And you see that I'm drinking, I'm having a drink and I'm eating dessert. And maybe we got like a burger and fries. That might be the burger and fries that you're like, oh my God, like how can they eat that and still like maintain their level of leanness or lose weight? But the thing is, is that what you don't see is the fact that I got up this morning and had oatmeal and a coffee. Then what you don't see is, is that like, then I had a protein shake later on in the day and then I had like a chicken salad. And then later on in the day, maybe we had some fruit and then we went and had a burger and fries, some dessert and like a drink or two. You know what I mean? So you're only seeing part of their day. So like if you see someone at the office, for example, and every time they see a donut, they eat it, but you don't see the fact that they got up in the morning and had eggs and bacon. Then they had like a chicken sandwich for lunch and then they had a donut after lunch and then they went home and had like, you know, soup and a sandwich for dinner. It's like you haven't seen their whole day, but you're assuming that because they had a donut and they're not gaining weight, that they are someone who is like, you know, metabolically gifted. Whereas the thing is, is like they've just learned how to do moderation, maybe a little bit better than you have, right? So when we look at it like that, it's like it's you're not seeing the full picture. And even if you saw this person eat the same thing every single day and you're just like, wow, they don't gain any weight. It's also possible, like look at their step count, look at things like success leaves clues, ladies. So like if you see these people, I definitely would like recommend asking them, especially like if they're some people don't really know, I guess, but I would ask them, I'd be like, hey, like what kind of foods like do you tend to eat like during the day, right? And sometimes you're going to find that 
yeah, it might be like, you know, takeout or whatever, or it might not be the best day of eating. But I think you're going to find that relatively speaking, they tend to choose nutrient dense options more than not. And that's what's actually keeping them successful, right? So it's like, it's sure they can eat whatever they want, but they've learned to eat whatever they want in moderation, which is the key, right? That's the sustainability piece. So the thing is, is like the other flip side of this is like, there's two different people when you go out, right? So like if you go out and you go out to eat, there's the person who like eats like half a flatbread and they're like, oh yeah, like I'm just going to get something small and they kind of restrict themselves. They probably haven't eaten at all during the day because they wanted to come out and they're like, you know what? I don't want to eat anything because I know that I need to save calories for tonight. And then they go out, they eat like half a flatbread. They're still hungry and then they look over and they really want the burger and fries but they thought the flatbread or the salad was going to be a better choice. So they got that. But then they go home. And when you go home, then you're like, oh, I'm still hungry. So then there's like not really anything at home because you just went out for dinner and you end up eating chips and chocolate. Then you get some ice cream. Then you eat all these things that you weren't going to have when you were out, but you have them at home. Right. And then all of a sudden your calories are racked way up. Right. Whereas the person who went out and had the burger and fries is satisfied after having the burger and fries. So they didn't go home and binge eat for the rest of the night. You see what I'm saying? So there's two different things. So just because you saw someone get a burger and fries at a restaurant and you had a flatbread, you're like, oh my God, that's like double the amount of food. Yeah, but when they got home, they didn't go and eat more because they were satisfied with what they ate. They just went home and enjoyed their day, maybe had like a light snack and headed to bed. Meanwhile, you can continue to go home and consume another like three to 6,000 calories and then wondered why you were up in weight for the next few days. You see what I'm saying? So there's a difference. So yeah, like they might be able to eat whatever they want, but they also might be moving more than you're moving. They might also be like making sure that they choose nutrient dense options more often. And they might actually just like kind of know, they might know how to calorie count too, right? That's another thing. Like they might just know how to like, they know how much they roughly eat in the day and that's kind of what they go with, right? So there's all these different factors. And while like genetics and stuff like that is definitely like something that can play a part into it, ladies. It's like also keep in mind that you don't know the full picture and most likely someone is maintaining a level of leanness because they are consuming less calories than they are like expending. That's just how you do it. That's how you lose weight, right? And eventually like as you build more muscle and get, I don't want to say like leaner, but as you get like stronger and like things like that, you're able to definitely like build up your calories and like maintain a level of leanness that looks aesthetically leaner while being heavier. Like I weigh like 160 pounds right now. If you had told me that like three years ago, I would have like, I would have ride my eyes out. I would have bawled. I'll be 100% honest, guys. I'll be transparent. I would have bawled my freaking eyes out. Okay. Because like for the longest time, I thought 130 was like where I was supposed to be. And the fact that I would always sit at like 140 or 150 used to like make me heartbroken. Right. And like as much as I tried and tried and tried, I never could do it. And then I finally did it with my competition. I got to like 118, which like to me is scary. Never want to do that again. But like 135, 130, I was like, wow, I feel so good. I look good. I love the way my clothes fit. Like I was super pumped. And the thing is, is like when I hit 160, because I have put on like five to seven pounds of muscle in the last year, which is, you know, not to my own harm, but that's pretty good. I was pretty impressed with that. But yeah, like with that being said, it's like, you know, I can't expect myself to be 130 when my muscle mass is another seven pounds heavier, right? Like I definitely can do it and I can get down to that point. But it's also a matter of like understanding that when you do put on more muscle, you can maintain a level of leanness that is a lot leaner than the weight on the scale says, right? So it's like, even though you're heavier on the scale, your appearance looks a lot leaner. Like I took videos this weekend and like my back was popping, like I had a little bit of ab definition, like things like that, which like is out, like I never would have thought that that would happen like a few years ago, just because I had such a hard time putting on muscle, but I actually started eating a lot more food and like actually making sure that I was like being intentional with lifts and all these kind of things. 
And again, just like over time, it compounds, right? I just didn't have a lot of muscle mass to start off with. So it just took some time. And I'm also taller. I'm 5'9". So if anyone of you guys can relate, being taller, it's great. But at the same time, like, yeah, sure, you might look leaner, but you don't look like kind of bulky. And that's the goal for me, at least. So the thing is, is like when you look at different things, ladies, it's like there's different things that like come into consideration. And one of those is like if they have more muscle mass, they're also going to appear leaner, right? So when you look at this, it's like it's not a matter of like, oh, look at them, look at me. Oh my gosh, I'll never be like that, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Like there's certain body types you probably won't ever be like. I get that too, right? Like there's some ladies who, you know, they snap their fingers, like examples Meg Wilson snaps her fingers. She lifts like, you know, deadlifts twice and she's got like glutes and she's got her back like built, her shoulders are defined, her arms are jacked. Like she's strong as heck, right? Where it's like, I, It would take a lot of work for me to put on the amount of muscle that she has. Whereas like there's some other people who are like super lean. They're really lean, right? And it's like they just stay lean all the time. And if I were to try and get that shredded, it would take a lot for me to get that shredded. Like I definitely kind of said in the middle. And I think a lot of us do. And it's just like when you look at those extremes, it's really easy to like put yourself down. But understanding that like it's almost better to be, I personally think, in the middle because it's not like I have to worry about putting too much muscle on or like being too lean or like having to eat a shit ton of food. I can relatively like eat what I want when I want and kind of figure out from there, right? And I think a lot of you ladies fall into this category, but because like you might have put on a few extra pounds maybe or like more than you you would have liked or like maybe you were just like eating too little calories, you're stuck in this weird like limbo portion where you probably could just maintain a level of leanness that you're comfortable with and relatively eat like nutrient dense foods and have like some like, you know, fun foods here and there. But because you're either so strict or you're not strict at all, it's like you're on these two extremes. And meanwhile, you could kind of fit into the middle kind of category if you're just more willing to either one, increase your food or two for the other one, basically just like moderate your food a little bit so that you're not like over consuming all the time, right? or managing your stress or managing like some trauma that's happened to you, things like that, so that you actually like stop going to food for like numbing agencies and things like that, right? Because some people like as much as like you want to say like, oh yeah, just like lower your calories. Well, that's great. But if you have like trauma and like your go-to is food or like maybe you have like a lot of stress and your numbing agent is food, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that. You see what I'm saying? So ladies, long story short, to summarize everything and give you guys some actionable steps, some things that you guys can do in order to get closer, I guess, to the, the spectrum of my friend can eat whatever I want. Like I can't do that. So some things that you need to consider, one, when you go out, you might as well just get what you want to get out. Like when you go out, if you're finding that you're going out frequently, yeah, you might want to make some better options like two to three times. Like normally if I go out, say two times a week, I will decide that like two times that I go out is going to be the better option or the option that's going to be more like healthy or fulfilling or whatever. And then the one time I might decide that like that's going to be the fun one, right? So it's like, or if I go out twice, then it's like, okay, one's going to be like a healthier option. One's going to be like a planned dinner out. And sometimes I still end up choosing the healthier option because it's delicious, right? So it just depends. And then the other thing is, is like also when you get through like that restrictive mindset of like, you know, can I have this? Are you constantly thinking that you can't have something? Or are you constantly thinking of like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till I have this or that or whatever. It's okay to be excited for food. But at the same time, like you don't want to be sitting there like salivating over the fact that you're going to get a burger because you haven't had a burger in three weeks. Like just go have a burger if you want or buy some burgers. Like you can have both. Okay. So just understanding like where that mindset's also coming from. The other thing is, is like just keeping your like mindset in check also and like understanding that everybody is different. And while you might have a hard time, say losing weight, someone might have a hard time gaining weight. And so the grass is always greener on the other side, but understanding that like you still have a lot to be grateful for. And there's a lot of things that you're good at. There's a lot of things that you're going to have come easier to you, whether that's building muscle, whether that's 
leaning down, whether that's, you know, dropping more weight because maybe you have more weight to lose. Like there's tons of things that you can pick apart and find like to be grateful for, but also to find like a positive spin on to keep you motivated or in momentum. Whereas like if you just sit there and compare to yourself to the friend that's never had to lose weight, it's not fair. Like it's like apple to oranges, right? And like I get that it sucks and then like you wish that you were like that maybe or whatever the case might be, but it's like it doesn't help you. And the thing is, is like obsessing about something that doesn't help you is not going to push you further and it's not going to do anything to them because they're just, you know, doing their same thing that they always do. So I can't recommend this enough, but get out of your own head in terms of like looking and comparing to other people and run your own race. Start looking at your old photos, compare yourself to your progress photos and keep comparing yourself to yourself rather than other people. And you're going to find that you're going to be a lot happier, a lot healthier, make better decisions and like just like overall find that those decisions are going to sit better with you than trying to compare yourself to someone who's like not really like you in terms of genetics and things like that. Like sure, like, you know, sometimes I wish that I was like 5'7 because all the muscle for like someone who's like 5'7 you put on enough muscle, it's like nice and bubbly. It's like awesome. It's like proportionate. It looks so cute, right? But at the same time, there's tons of people that want to be 5'9 and reach the glass on the top of the shelf, right? Like it's all good. It is what it is. So there's going to be some things that are easier for you, some things that are harder for you. That's called life. It's just like deal the hand that you're dealt and do the best that you can and keep pushing forward. If anything, ask the friend who can eat whatever they want. Ask them for some tips because I bet you they have a ton of healthy eating like options and things that they do because success leaves clues. And there's no problem learning from other people, but it's just when you get in your own head and you start comparing yourself and you're like, this is apples and oranges, but like, oh, I'm so upset because like this person can naturally stay lean. It's like, yeah, it's like, that'd be nice, but it is what it is, right? So do the best with what you can that way. And I think once you shift that mindset, the rest of these tips are going to help, but you have to shift that mindset first. And then the last thing is remember that just because someone is eating something that you might not deem healthy doesn't mean that they like can eat whatever they want and not gain weight. They definitely will. It just, it might be a different spectrum or different threshold that at which they gain weight. The other thing is, is that like, while some people, right there for them, not eating a donut might be like a form of, you know, whatever they're like trying to lose weight or whatever. But for some people, like regardless of size, like eating a donut might be something that's actually helping them because they've had that bad relationship with food for so long. So they're like going out of their way. They're like, you know what, maybe I'm going to try and eat a donut for once because, you know, normally I would think that this is going to make me gain weight, but now I know that it's not. So let's like, let's try and eat it. And by commenting on what people eat, sometimes that can throw people off track. So just be mindful of what you're saying, regardless of how skinny or how or thin or lean or fit. Or, you know, if they're like overweight, if they're not overweight, if they're just kind of like, I don't want to say like average, but like what you get what I mean, right? Like regardless of like what someone's sizes or like their weight, be mindful of the words that you use when you're talking about people's food. Because the thing is, is that food is a very personal thing. And a lot of the times the people that are struggling the most look the most confident or like are eating whatever, but like, you don't know, like, you know, the friend who eats whatever they want, they could be eating a donut and then they go into the bathroom and puke it up. Like, you don't know, right? Like you really don't. So it's just like, be mindful with what you say or like be mindful with kind of like your opinions in terms of that, because it's very different and you never know. And the thing is, is like, as much as, you know, you might be a little bit jealous of that, you just don't know the other side of it. So just be open and just understand that everyone has a story. And always like be asking like, you know, hey, like every day I see that you're eating like this donut. And you know what? Like, I just feel like if I eat this donut, I'm just like totally going to gain weight. Like, how do you not gain weight? Like, how are you just like eating this? And I bet you they're going to be like, yeah, well, like I move a lot. And honestly, like this is probably like the only snack that I have throughout the day. 
or maybe they like haven't eaten that day and they decided to have something because they were starving. Like you never know, but like you can always ask, like you can always be like, hey, you know, like I'll be totally transparent. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm trying. And like you seem to got it down pretty good. So how do you do it? Right. And a lot of ladies like they will help. Like I think a lot of ladies are a lot nicer than they think they are. And you know what? If you run into the one mean one who like decides that they just want to trash you for it or like or just like ignorant, then you know what? They can have the best day ever. Okay. We have this like one line. I can't remember where I heard it, but I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And it was like, I hope you have the day that you deserve. And I was like, that's so savage. I would never say that. But you know, if someone's mean to you. I guess like you could certainly think of that and then just kind of like go on with your day and maybe that'll make you feel better. But if anything, ladies, don't be like sad to ask other people or ask for advice because there's so many people out there. And don't get me wrong, take it with a grain of salt because some people have pretty messed up advice. Like, you know, they try their best, but they'll tell you like that they cut out four food groups and, you know, they don't eat sugar ever. And then they like go for a 17 mile run. And but like, and then when you hear that, you go, oh my God, that's insane. And you kind of go on with your day. But for some of the advice that they give you, it is going to be very good. And it's going to be things that like, hey, yeah, like I normally try and eat my protein. I'll drink my water, things like that. And if you hear things like that, then they're probably on the right track, but it might help you out a bit. So be inquisitive. Make sure that your mindset is shifting in terms of like being a little bit more positive or just like, you know, you don't really know the other person's story, that kind of thing. So just be mindful. The other thing is, is like just to sum this up, basically, like when you're looking at people eating certain things, don't judge. And also just like be nice, you know, because you never know them eating the donut could be them actually healing their relationship with food rather than them like trying to indulge. So you just want to be mindful of that. And then the other things are like, you know, in terms of that, like when you go out, try and have some things that you actually enjoy rather than restricting yourself so that you don't feel like you have to go home and eat everything and then the kitchen sink. And most of these ladies, guys, yes, there is a genetic component to some of this, but most of it is very much in your control. You can walk more, you can move more, you can work out, you can make sure that you're, you know, stretching maybe, or like you can make sure that you are being mindful with your food, with your protein, with your water. All of these things are within your control. So as much as there's that small genetic component that Yes, those handful of people might be able to just stay leaner naturally. It's like use what you can because what's in your control is way more beneficial than focusing on what's not in your control. And you're going to be way more happy and healthier when you focus on that. Okay. So ladies, if you're trying to lose weight, get strong, you know, feel better and heal that relationship with food. I definitely recommend all of these tips again. And comparison is the thief of joy. So I hope you ladies have the best day ever and we will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.